0: Mishnah four four more of little mini batches if you will here we're talking about drinking wine now wine in the time of the Mishnah you have to understand two things about them uh their consumption the first is that one normally doesn't just drink wine awry casually wine is the kind of drink that you sort of drink in a formal way always it, it doesn't give it doesn't lend itself so simply to just a casual chug um kind of like today you know one doesn't just like grab a bottle of wine and start drinking it, usually it's something more formal. Um, so that's the first thing. So anytime you start drinking wine, it might already smack of being formal by the fact that it's wine you're drinking. Um, second of all, in the time of the Mishnah, they strongly preferred to drink their wine uh, diluted with water. In fact, there's a sheet in Masechus Brachas that if you don't put water inside wine, it doesn't even get the Brach of Brei Priya Gaf, it has to be Brei Priya 8th didn't reach the improved status of wine. Um, so that was their preference. And that being the case, they'd be adding water to the wine. And of course, adding water to the wine is sort of like a more formal prep, which sort of again smacks kind of like non awry consumption, non casual consumption, because you're sort of preparing it for consumption. It's no longer casual. It's become formalized by the adding of the water. Now the water that they added to the wine, believe it or not, sometimes was cold, kinda of like a a wine breezer, and sometimes they liked it warm, kinda of like a sangria, like a like a a w I don't know, like a wine tea. Something like that. So um, the Mishnah will consider both those options. Uh, so the Mishnah starts out by saying, Show some al hagas One could drink wine at the cistern where the wine is sitting, in, in the ground. But when it says al literally on the cistern, it means quite literally that. It means that you're leaning right over the pit where the wine is sitting. Um, Roche of Arubo, your head and most of your body is right over the pit. The idea being that if you're drinking really at the pit, it's casual. But once you start moving your person away from the pit and eating anywhere else besides at the very pit where the wine is sitting, it's drinking wine, and that's becoming already a, a formalized, um, more formal consumption, requiring tithing. And certainly if you're adding water to make it uh, drinkable, and that is what Ruby uh, mayor says. So he says, Shosun lagos you can drink directly over the pit. It doesn't matter if you've used hot or cold water to dilute the wine, and it's still putter. It's exempt from tithing because you're eating it, or drinking it awry, because you've positioned your body right over the pit, so you're drinking it right there. Um, that's Rebbe Mereshita. He says, even then, even then you'll have to tithe um, the wine before drinking it. There's no such thing as, as drinking even directly on top of the pit. According to the Bartanura, the reason why is because a person is liable to retract away from being over the pit. And at that point, he's drinking away from the pit and drinking wine away from the pit. Certainly, wine that's been cut with water is a formal consumption and there's no going back. According to Rashi, in contrast to the Bartanura, the issue here, Rabbi Elizabeth Tzadok's issue is that once you've added Water to the wine that is like a formal, makes it a formal consumption, it doesn't matter, nothing else to talk about. So, according to Bartonora, it's it's a he held that it's just a durabun unless you retract your body away from the pit. According to Rashi, it's simply by adding water, this is Rashi and Erevin, um, adding water to the uh the wine in and of itself makes it a formalized consumption that requires um tithing. The Chachamim, who the Lacha follows, however, says, Allah and Chayev, if what you use to dilute the wine was warm water so then even over the pit you'll be chayev and the reason why is because not so different than the rationale of the previous Mishnah you wouldn't pour the leftover wine back into the pit under any circumstances because it would spoil the wine if it's warm it's going to spoil the wine in the pit and therefore there's no turning back. You have a mini-batch, and the mini-batch has been cut with water, and you never would put it back because it's hot water, and that being the case, that mini-batch now has to be tithed, um, it's like a separate batch before you had marmalach, if you will, of the mini-batch. You have to tithe it before consumption. However, al-hatsonen, if you used cold water to dilute the wine, and you're drinking it directly over the pit, so then since um, you're over the pit, and since if there is, in theory, any leftover wine, you'd be happy to pour it back into the, the sister in the ground, that being the case, you haven't got a bona fide distinct separate batch, and it still can be a Helai because you're over the pit, and that being the case, you could drink it a chilasarai, and it's exempt from tithing and the Allah follows the chachaman.